You are listening to the strongest podcast on the internet, the Gym Life Podcast with Mighty Joe and the world's most average man, Robbie Millar. It's time to flex and be entertained. The Gym Life Podcast starts right now. Alrighty, guys, uh, we're back again for a reboot of episode 22. So thanks for joining us on the Gym Life Podcast. Happy New Year, happy 2022. Uh, it seems like it was about three months ago that the date changed, but uh, only because we've been anxious to get back up here in the yeah. podcast room to start doing what we love to do. And it's been about a two weeks since we've had our last show. Uh, as a lot of you know, I had some hip surgery done and that took me out for a while, but I'm back on my feet now and, and we're ready to rock and roll. So welcome back to the gym life podcast and uh, welcome to our new podcast room. Yeah. Um, not quite done, but almost, almost. <laughs> almost there. Yeah, we're almost there. We got a little bit of work to do. We still got some surprises in store for everybody, which we might announce on this episode. If not, they'll definitely be dropped some uh, hints on Instagram of kind of some of the things that we're doing. And part of that involves the podcast room. So we got a little bit more work to do in here um, as far as that goes. And it has been like three months, hasn't it? Isn't it almost March? I know, and it feels like that. No, it literally is the end of January. (laughs) It's crazy. I had to double check. (laughs) You get to this time of year every year, and you're like, fuck, it's like watching grass grow. And then grass isn't growing. That's the problem, right? You're just... You're waiting for the snow to melt now. But now, end of January, everything's popping off. You check Iron Podium, you check oh, USAPL, man. you check USPA. Yeah. It's now we're full bore. We're in it. Yeah. We had a short break from, you know, Christmas maybe, um, you know, beginning of December to now, and it's time to rock and roll. And, and like every day is precious because when you look at these events on the calendar right now, you know, back when you were staring at them in November and December, it was like, yeah, okay, no big deal. Yeah, yeah. okay, no big deal. Like, you're going to get to your training program. Yeah. Now it's like every day off or if something goes wrong, you're like, how do I make up for yeah, this Yeah, I now? just had that yeah. realization when I – so my wife and I have been talking about getting a calendar for our house for a while because she's got roller derby. I've got strongman. I've got powerlifting, which we'll talk about, um, and then the podcast and what we're doing with this. So we needed a, a calendar just to kind of keep our date straight. Mm-hmm. So like when I tell somebody, hey, let's come in and interview, I'm like, shit, I had two other things to do that day. So we finally got a calendar, right? And I'm starting to write down the dates. And I write down the date of my first competition. And I went, fuck. Yeah. 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 Start counting them forward. I better go to work. Yeah. Yeah. Because you never get up to the contest for training. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it'd be eight weeks away and you really only got seven. Yeah. Because exactly. that last week you're exactly. not doing a whole lot. You're not getting a lot stronger. I was like, you know? it's in April though. Yeah. And I was like, April 4th. Man, I tell you. Maybe next year we'll be talking about how to train through the holidays maybe the right way. Fuck all that time Fuck off. That resting yeah. Thing, yeah. It doesn't work for a lot of people. But hey, if you listen to the uh, opening of the episode, everybody, uh, something we were pretty excited about and some of the fun changes we were making around here is we had Brent Hagel. If you notice on the intro to the podcast, he talks about, well, I, I don't want to, I, I can't even pretend I can sound like Brent. No. But what an amazing voice the guy's got. It's iconic. Uh, he does a lead in for us on the beginning of the show, as you already know, if you're listening to this. And uh, he also is the voice of TLC in the Discovery Channel. And yep. being able to make contact with Brent and have him uh, embrace our idea just for the 20 seconds he gave us was just beautiful, man. Yeah. You know, so thanks. Shout out to you, Brent, man. I, I, I love you for helping us out with this. Uh, it was a pleasure, uh, a pleasure working with you and thanks for helping us out. So yeah. And how much fun is he, that? He also like 
trains voice actors. He's got yeah. a website, yeah. site uh, brenthagel.com. He also has one for his business. He trains voice actors. He teaches things. And follow his Instagram. It's uh, Brent VO, I think, or VO Brent. I can't remember how it's in there. I'll but post search Brent Hangle. Yeah. Yep. Um, follow his Instagram because he does a lot of like free stuff for people on his Instagram. So he does just like random voicemails, right? He'll yeah. be like, this yeah. is a voicemail for Josh. And you can save it and use it in your voicemail, right? So he does a lot of that. And then he teaches a lot of stuff kind of how he does what he does and it's it's probably the most interesting like instagram and tiktok that probably that i've seen you can fall you can pretty much follow him for three straight hours and yeah realize, and the clock just flies by yeah and you're like and you're yeah. like and, and he's he's just he's a good he's an interesting character he's been doing it for a very long time yeah. obviously um and it's kind of like what what we did with this we said hey we want to lead in for the podcast intro we kind of want a couple of these things and then he shot us back one done, take one perfect take, done, and we're perfect. ready to go yeah, yeah it was good yeah so thanks brent we appreciate that man that's a lot of fun so that that is included with our billy gunthrow intro and yeah. yeah so we had an opportunity to make some subtle changes along with this room in the last uh, couple weeks so uh shout out to you again brent thanks a lot for doing that uh also to uh thanks for everybody for following along during the holidays you know we posted all those videos uh, and uh, I think it was the right thing to do because I think we managed to keep everybody sort of involved in what we were doing while we were sort of shutting things down here and everybody was kind of rebooting for the holidays. Uh, and we certainly appreciate uh, Sam coming in and Taya, if you haven't seen that video of that guy yet or that interview of uh, Powerlifter USPA, Sam and Taya, uh, you're missing out, man. The guy's mm -hmm. the real deal. Loved having him in the, in the studio yeah. or the old studio, I should say. Uh, Dude's going to be a beast. He knows he's going to be a beast. It's just a matter of when he's going to break he's all these world records. A beast, he's already a beast. Yeah. yeah. The guy does some pretty crazy yeah, I, stuff. So I, after we interviewed him, I didn't know who he was when he, when he told me he was coming in. Yeah. You know, and I was like, that's whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't have to know who they are. There's, everybody's got an awesome story. And, right. There's a lot uh, of guys out there. Yeah. Too. And his story's amazing. I, I actually went home and talked to my wife about it. I go, fuck, I love these guys, dude. Yeah. Like, I just fall in love with these people, you know? Um, so anyways, I started following him on Instagram. And God, like, if you want to see somebody that just loves what they do and like really embraces the I get to do this mentality not I gotta go to the gym I gotta really I yeah. get to do what I love day in and day yeah. out that's the dude to follow because yeah. he yeah. he doesn't just say that bullshit he lives that lives bullshit it. he lives it absolutely <laughs> he lives it's, it. it's so fun to watch well again and I go back to all these champions that we talk to all these world champions and these up and coming contenders and they're all cuts of the same rug, man. Yeah. You can take Lindsay, you can take Sam, you can take any one of these people mm -hmm. that we've had conversation with, and they have all these similarities in their personality, albeit they're different walks of life. Yep. Uh, that equal one thing in my book, and that's that's the conquering and being a champion, and yeah. they're going to get there eventually. And yeah. He was another example of that. So that was a great interview, and it was a blessing to have him on, and we finally hooked up. He's from Chicago over there. Uh, what was the gym, Serge? Uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't remember. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll post it. Up, We're going to post those guys, too, because that's a big facility over there with a lot of power lifters nice, and strongmen. Yeah. And uh, we'll get over there to see Sam here shortly in the next couple months because that's always a fun road trip, even for a nice weekend in Chicago, like we mentioned. Like so. I said, man, I love yeah. some, like, loose pizza. Yeah, yeah, right? I, I finally picked up on that, too, when I watched that episode. What were you saying? What was the name of the place? Lou Malinati's. Okay. It is. Mm. It, my wife and I found it on accident one time road tripping to, to North Dakota. Um, and we were hungry and we're like, we should stop and grab some pizza. And, uh, she just looked at pizza places and it was rated pretty high and we pulled off and it was this little walk-in and they have multiple locations, but the one we went to has this little walk-in, not even like a sit down and eat place, like a carry out only. And we ate it. And it's like, every time we're within an hour of Chicago, 
we'll swing into a Lou Malinati's. <laughs> like, we'll drive the extra yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Instead of just driving aimlessly, yeah. wondering yeah. where the fuck you're going to eat. It's an amazing. You know exactly yeah. where you're going. Yeah. She had some uh, roller derby meets down there, contests down there yeah. uh, two years ago before COVID. And, and we like made all the derby girls and we're like, you need to go get Lou's, man. Let's go. And like, we yeah. made all the. It was now like, it's a it's staple it's stop a staple, for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Especially when you go into a town, you know exactly already where you're eating. Yeah. Now There's one right downtown by the train station. So if you have a layover, oh, yeah. you can walk a little. It's like a, it's like a quarter mile walk. You can walk from the train station yeah. to Lou's downtown. So um, if you ever have actually. a layover on the train in Chicago, <laughs> that's, that's where you go. Yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> oh, I wanted to point out too, you know, we gave away, we had our giveaway for, yeah. uh, our uh, subscribership on, on YouTube and finally hit the number we were looking for. And uh, we picked the winners mm-hmm. that randomly selected. They got this little random selector thing. And uh, so to sh- shout out to both of you, and I think Big Easy Barbell is one of them. Uh, the other one, I can't remember off the top of my head now, and I apologize. Actually, he was just from Clarkson, so he's not far from oh, here. Oh, really? Probably just hand deliver that one to him. But in any case, I made the announcement that we were going to get those prizes out to you guys literally the day before I had my hip surgery. Right. Um, so <laughs> I apologize. Um, it's kind of like I'm going to be back in the gym in four days. <laughs> oh, who the fuck thought that? I mean, holy shit, man. I, I swear going into that hip surgery, I kept hearing, oh, you'll be up on your feet. You're going to feel great. A couple days into it, you'll be feeling better than you did before you went to the hip surgery. Right. Oh, bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. That shit was miserable, man. Yeah. I, I'm still miserable after almost three weeks, but that first week, I, I couldn't imagine going down the steps. I couldn't imagine even hobbling around on crutches in a gym trying to do a bicep right. workout. It was miserable. Besides, I was so hopped up on opioids at that time. You know, <laughs> I understand why people get addicted Point to them. Point being of that conversation yeah. is we're going to get those prizes out. Yes, we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sorry. That was a segue there, the, <laughs> an abyss of pain. But Yeah, the backpack's sitting in my living room, yeah. and my wife's like, what are you going to do with this? I was like, well, I'm kind of waiting on Joe. I yeah, like, I could. I probably should have just mailed it out. I, I should have got with you, too, and I, I thought about it. Oh, my God. I, yeah, I was completely drugged up, not thinking. So we're going to get those prizes out to to you guys and oh and i want to make a shout out to every every old lady out there over 70 years old uh god bless you for getting your hips done because i don't know how the hell you do it so yeah no like i said before um you know pam our friend pam kind of posted actually during i might have been during or just after your hip surgery she posted like a little infographic uh, i guess kind of of how hip replacement is done and man it really opened up my eyes to what was being done and um to your hip and and I had that thought afterwards. I was like, there's no fucking way this dude's in the gym in four days. No. There's no, no way. way. <laughs> I was thinking, man. That was just that I mean, was they, they literally, silly thinking. without going into super detail, they cut the ball off of the ball and socket. They jam titanium down the center of your femur. Yeah. yeah. Then they hollow out your hip and put in a, like a, 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 not, a, not plastic, but essentially a plastic insert in there and then jam all that back together and sew you up. Yeah. And there you go, guy. Yeah. Heal up, start walking. Good luck. Yeah, good luck to you. <laughs> you know, what made me feel a little bit better about it was when we were at that uh, USAPL uh, teen and uh, uh, junior competition mm-hmm. a, a week ago. That was my first day out, my first yeah. official get out of the house, let me see how this feels, uh, which was roughly 12 days, 10 days after the surgery. Uh, just on my walker, barely getting around, as you know, because you were spotting that, and I saw you once or twice. But I ran into a guy from Grand Rapids. His name was Scott, and Scott says, hey, did you have your hip done? And I said, yeah, it's, you know, dealing with it now. He says, well, I had my, both mine done too. There's, you know, was, the guy was fairly young, about 45 years old, which surprised me. And he said, I have both mine done. I said, how was your competition? Because one of the big problems that I was running into, as usual, like with my cancer, is really finding people that found themselves back on a playing field again. Doing it again. And doing it yeah, again, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and getting back into training like you and I were talking about. 
And there wasn't a lot of information out there. I'm right. going YouTube everywhere. I'm trying to find these bigger guys. I'm trying to find these power lifters and these strong men that have had these uh, major injuries outside of just pulling packs and biceps mm -hmm. and stuff. And I couldn't find anybody with these hip replacements that were back under a bar squatting or deadlifting. However, I knew they existed. Right. Uh, Scott, of course, was the first guy that I talked to. He says, oh, no, he says, I, I got right back under it. You know, it took me a while, but I got back there. He says, about eight weeks in, you'll be able to get some weight on your back. And it's just range of motion at that point, like right. we talked about earlier, yeah. trying to cut through all that cartilage and all that scar tissue. But yep. it made me feel better. And there's also another guy, too, locally here, Joe Fargo. A lot of you powerlifters mm. out there know Joe Fargo. Uh, the, 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 he's not the rhino. He's the, That's his brother. Maybe he is the rhino. Yeah, he's Anyhow, a he's, a, he's an APF guy. Yeah, he's got a gym down here in Grand Blanc. Yeah, and he competes down at Ben's place sometime. He had double hip replacement. I don't know okay. if you knew that or not. No. Yeah, and he's still a fucking champion powerlifter. Yeah. So I think a lot of times when it comes to that, the reason it gets so hard to find those guys that come back from that is a lot of times for them that's their second or third major injury and it's at right. that point they're like what do i what do i want you right. know i think that's right. more than more than you can't do it it's just you know they've torn a pec they've torn a bicep you know they've yeah. replaced a knee whatever and then you know it's like how many more of these am i going to do for for the glory of powerlifting because right. we don't get paid we you know so like it's and then they transition to some sort and most of them end up coaches or training or whatever but i think that's probably why there's just not that information out there because i mean a yeah lot and, of and most of us in the lifting community are kind of introverted when it comes to getting over injuries and mm -hmm. you get now a little social media that'll share a, a bit more information about you know like injuries like nick best going through his lat tear and yeah. it was just minor stuff it wasn't anything right. that he was going through his daily routine However, if there's some guys out there, I would suggest that if they run into what I ran into, uh, boy, I would love to see that. I probably should have done it myself, but, you know, I'm more introverted, too. I like to mm -hmm. keep to myself with my training, but uh, who knows? Maybe we'll film some stuff and put it up. Yeah, well, I think way. also, too, the difference between you and, uh, you know, Nick Best is, one, he's kind of a public figure. He is, uh, yeah. But yeah, number two, yeah. um, you know, he tore his at hybrid, or was it the Kern, one of the two, um, on camera, so everyone saw oh, it. Right. So. It was high profile. If injury. you don't post yeah. your recovery, everyone's going to ask you. Yeah, that's, that, that is true. That is true. You tend to probably run into that more with these high profile or yeah. relevant guys. But anyhow, it was nice to talk to a guy that went through it. And he pointed out a couple other guys that are in the lifting or the strength sports that went through it. And, you know, not that I didn't have a, uh, an, you know, not that I didn't convince myself I was going to come back because I am at all cost. Uh, it was just nice to hear that there's stories that were out there yeah. that these high level guys are still competing at a high level doing that. So, right. so that was cool. It's not so, insurmountable. No, no, yeah. it's not. It's not. And uh, I know it won't be in six, seven weeks. You know, we'll be doing some fun stuff. We and by the time we get the Georgia show, that's my goal, right? Uh, you know, speaking of which, Great Lakes, strongest man. Uh, he, he's probably seen a couple posts about that out there. And we've certainly talked about it enough since last year. Uh, George Bullard, uh, Great Lakes, strongest man promoter, officially posted the. Um, I guess you can say the first post uh, of world's uh, world mm -hmm. championships, USS world championships and great Lakes strongest man that we tagged along on our Instagram the other day. Yep. And I talked to George briefly after that, he's going to make those announcements for the events official before I think he mentioned uh, Valentine's day. So, okay. Yeah. So he's going to, that's going to be coming up here and he's going to collaborate with us a little bit. I think what we're going to do is we're going to interview George something. I don't know. We'll let George figure out what he wants to do. But uh, then we'll kind of help him put that out there. And he's pretty excited about it, as am I. And I know we have a little hints on that, but uh, I can't. I mean, I know some of the events, but I'm not going to put them out there. Yeah, I no, I, I, listen, year, I, I, I don't, I'm not going to pretend I know anymore. I really don't. I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm excited for that show, man. Like that, that show convinced me 
um, I think you, you've mentioned it at least once or twice, but you know, we used to preface Great Lakes Strongest Man with one of the greatest amateur shows in the nation. And, and I think we can take that preface off. Yes, I think can. it's sure. the greatest amateur show in the nation. Yeah. Yeah. And to take nothing away from the anybody. other ones out yeah, there. There's anybody. some great ones. Yeah. But that one right now is the one to be. Yeah. Like you talked about, it's yeah. a destination for visitors. It's a destination for the athletes. The venue is is perfect. You know, I mean, not everybody gets the opportunity to use a baseball field, so nothing being held against anybody. And not Obviously, just a stri- baseball field, but a, yeah. you know, pretty much a minor league of field. A minor league. Those are beautiful Yeah, a minor stadiums. league baseball yeah. stadium. Not yeah. a baseball field, a baseball stadium. Right. Yeah, you're exactly. right. And boxes and seats. Yep. And, I mean, yep. so not everybody has that opportunity. And, and, you know, that wasn't the founding of Strongman. Strongman was, you know, dirty, gritty, sure. garage Parking barn and, lifting. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So there's something to be said about those. Um, but we, when, when it comes to accommodations for everybody that works, yeah. space that that works it opens up the opportunity for events and it just comes out and and i, I don't want to say it just comes out it's george's nature that it comes out a high level show you know yeah and i think that's right i think you can take all those intangibles that we saw at this show or at any of these great promoter shows you know again i'm not gonna leave anybody yeah. that saw that deserves a an act uh, kudos for it but yeah george is that guy right so you take all those other intangibles you can throw them at 15 other guys and only one or two would pull it off because of the kind of guy they are to yeah. get that done. So I can't wait to hear what his announcements are going to be. And he's going to share that with us. We'll share it with everybody else as well. Uh, and then, of course, what other announcements do we have? Well, our involvement with USAPL. Look at this gym life, right? Want to make that announcement? <laughs> I mean, well, I think, you, I think we should make the first one because we've led on now for quite a while that we're going to do some different things here at uh, Gym Life Podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that uh, we have done, if you haven't seen it on our Instagram yet, is we have promote or we're, we back promoted uh pam grishock and grant pam came in in the holidays and she had our christmas special with us uh and pam of course uh was great uh she's got a great following of her own people that appreciate her 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 genre of the wellness and fitness community and what she talks about and deals with all the time which i'm love as well she's a works with a cardiologist and everything else so mm-hmm. this is all really good information uh pam now is going to be doing a show called living fit with pam grishock and we're producing that here so she's going to be a part of our, uh, I guess you could say our, part, our podcast space. Yeah. Uh, you're going to produce the show for her. Uh, I'm going to sit in a couple shows with her, and, and you probably as well, with some different guests that she's got coming on because they're pretty, uh, I guess you can say they have a broad range of information that could serve not only the, her community of, and who she's a part of, but also in our strength and um, uh, strength yeah. and, and powerlifting and strongman community that we deal with on our end as well. So right. that's going to be fun. So we're dealing with that. Yeah, very excited to bring Pam on. Um, it's part of uh, part of Gym Life's expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, part of what, a couple of things that we have in our back pockets, um, things that we're working on at, uh, on the podcast level as well as others. So I'm um, excited to bring Pam on. She's just going to add a whole different. Um, you know, insight, um, a different viewership. Um, there'll be some crossover obviously cause Pam watches our show. So that means probably some of sure, you sure. know. Yep. Um, but yeah, so there's, it's just, we're bringing more opportunity to fitness and the gym life. Um, we kind of pigeonhole ourselves a little bit into powerlifting and strongman cause that's what we love to do. That's who we are. That's right. You know, that's what we're ingrained in. Um, and we try our best to branch out. And I think the easiest way to do that is to bring somebody in who's in that other area. Absolutely. And this is where yeah. Pam fits yeah. in. Yeah. And it just worked out that way. Yeah. It just because honestly, after that episode, you know, we, we she's just, she articulates well. Yeah. She's got a great personality. She's very magnetic. And I, I went up to Pam about two or three days later, I think it was after the show released. And I must have watched that episode a few times. I Again, it was a fun episode. 
Uh, and I kept watching Pam go, man, she's mm -hmm. just got a knack for this. So I called Pam up, as you know, and I said, hey, listen, I, have you thought about this? No. Well, listen, we got an opportunity for you. Are you interested in doing it? So her show is going to be every two, two, uh, two times a month, as you know. But in any case, that's going to be fun. So we want everybody to support that. We're going to start throwing that out on our Instagram. Yeah, we're recording media. that first episode. Uh, Next Monday, Monday. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. so this will drop and that'll be recording. So, yep, yep absolutely. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, with that said, we've changed our, and we don't have it up today, but we will. Change uh, coming up. Yep. Uh, there's a change coming up, and uh, we're going to be Gym Life Podcast like we always have been. You and I sitting down talking and throwing smack around about the strength community. Yeah, talking gonna, shit to people I don't, I don't have any right to We're going to continue to do that. <laughs> yep, yeah, we're not changing our format at all with our show. No. Uh, Pam's got her thing going on under yep. our umbrella, but our, our new uh, sort of umbrella, I guess you can say, is going to be our media, which is Gym Life Media, Yes, which is going to cover then Gym Life Podcast and Living Fit with Pam and any other fun idea which we have or are going to be included in now, which I'll segue to you for that one. Yeah, um, there, well, there's a couple things going on, and I won't release any of those yet because we don't have anything set in stone yet. Um, but one that we do is we are going to be doing live streaming for USAPL Michigan's Platinum Events, which at, this year there's two, um, not counting Michigan states. We're still working on how we're gonna do Michigan states. Um, but there's two Platinum Events, uh, April and June or July. I can't remember, it's one of the J months. Um, but we're gonna be doing a live stream for those guys and, um, and, and we're gonna produce the hell out of this live stream. Uh, when I say live stream, I've talked about it on my Instagram. Uh, I don't mean we're gonna put up a camera and, and, and put up yeah, the commentary involved in the whole. Yeah, we're gonna do right. commentary. We're gonna get athlete information. We're gonna try to bring you the the personality of everybody that's on that platform as yeah. much as we possibly yeah. can in six hours and and a and hundred lifters. But <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Know? That's right. Well, there's always special people you point out. We're, so that's we're never definitely gonna, gonna try to yeah. bring some of that stuff. Yeah. So um, really excited to do that. It gives everybody an opportunity to see powerlifting. Um, it gives people's families an opportunity to see people lift that they wouldn't get to see. Um, and we get to share some of our insight, which is kind of fun, you know, in the moment. So yeah, absolutely. And I think too, it, it's nice to see and because as you guys know out there, and it's not taking nothing away from WRPF or USPA, they're just not a big part of our state like USP, USAPL is that we've fallen into uh you know good graces yeah they just don't years. have as many events yeah so yeah. being 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 affiliated with usapl like we're going to be is a nice opportunity for us locally uh which just is a perfect fit for us and mm -hmm. not that we take away from any other organization but i like well, that usapl is making these subtle changes mm -hmm. to be a more uh prolific or dynamic type yeah. you know powerlifting federation like they all are uh usba is doing a great job wrpf of course we already talked about those guys you know, uh, APF goes without saying, and there's some other ones out there as well. But I like the fact that USABL is saying, hey, let's make this more fun, more spectated, more consumer friendly. Let's have some more fun at our shows, which, oh, by the way, as, as I think you know, uh, Gina wants me to announce the rest of the yeah. shows throughout the year. So yeah. I'll be the official voice of uh, USAPL in Michigan doing some announcing at shows other than the Platinum shows, yeah. of course. Yep. But uh, so, yeah, I, I think it's just another – it's fun to be a part of this change that we've kind of uh, – you know, we've kind of uh, – you know, scurried on and, and wanted to sort of see mm -hmm. and push forward this sort of agenda that these powerlifting organizations and federations are doing, as well as these strongman organizations are doing. Everybody's kind of reinventing the wheel a little bit, and they're kind of coming up with new concepts and new ideas to make this sport not only more athlete-friendly, but more consumer-friendly. Yeah, well. it's more, and also it just kind of bridges the gap between the people who are on the fence about doing it, right? It gives them an opportunity to see it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, um, we add a little bit of color commentary in there. They get a better understanding of what's actually going on. Um, and I just think it opens up the doors for more athletes. It opens up for people that are considering doing it. It opens up the doors for more spectators, obviously, which we talked about. Um, so I'm really excited to do that. With that being said, Gym Life Media um, is available to do live streaming for other events as well. So yeah, right, um, right. obviously there's logistics and things to hammer out with that. But um, currently we're, we're partnered with USAPL Michigan and Kyoso, uh, Gina's company, who we love Gina. Um, but we're also available to do other organizations. Yeah, we absolutely. have not pigeonholed yeah. ourselves no. into USAPL. We just happen to have a close relationship with our, our state that, representative. That's right. and, yeah. you know, we've, yeah. We have a large group of people that compete there, and it's just it was an easy in. It was an easy starting spot. So that's our starting place, but uh, Gym Life Media intends on live streaming more events, not just powerlifting. We're working out logistics on potentially doing some strongman stuff. Maybe not this year. Um, we'll see. Uh, if the right opportunity comes up and we have the ability to do it, we'll do it. But, yeah, yeah, that gets um, a little logistically you know, a little kind of a more of a logistical kind of nightmare could be. Yeah, it's a lot more logi- yeah. it's a lot logistically it's harder to do. But yeah. um so yeah, so anyways, that opportunity's there. So um yeah, these are things that are that Jim's life's ex- expanding to. Just go ahead and turn that dial right there. Got it. Oh perfect, okay. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's going to be fun, and it just keeps us kind of in the relevance of what's going on a little bit too. It's going to make our shows a little bit more in depth. That's things we're seeing and hearing and being a part of out there. Mm-hmm. I think anytime we can go to a show, it's spectate, be a consumer, work the show, uh, promote a show, uh, compete at a show. Yeah. It just gives us that much more information that yeah. we can get out and kind of have fun. Yeah, with our audience and the cool too, thing so. for all of our followers is that this change is happening without you having to do anything. We're just converting Gym Life Podcast on YouTube over to Gym Life Media on YouTube. So all the content that we do will all be available there. That's right. Pam's show, yep. uh, our show, uh, of course, our, our, our live streaming yep. and whatever future content whatever we may bring comes up. Yeah. Yep. So anyhow, a great opportunity, a lot of fun. And listen, you guys, it all came, it really all come down to in the last five months. We had such a great feedback from all of our followers and, and, and we said it like shares and subscribes and all that stuff. It's completely blown our mind. Yeah, well, like we that's why these get, things are happening. We right struggled now. to hit yeah. 200, and then now we're at like 222, like like that. Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah. come on, to 198 for like. I mean, two even weeks. outside of the subscribership, you know, the amount of listeners and downloads we're getting just yeah. blew our mind. So, yeah. to us, it turned into being that much more fun to want to try to expand our content a little bit mm-hmm. to be able to create more content with this hype that we've driven now through Gym Life Podcast. So, hey guys, we're having fun, and, and we wouldn't even considered any of this three months ago. Yeah, I mean, this was like. This is what we're looking at now. Absolutely makes complete sense. Yeah. We're having a ton of fun. Let's yeah, do three it. months ago, we were yeah. struggling through our podcast. Hell, we still struggle through our podcast. That's why we were recording this episode a second time. Yes. But <laughs> right. technical issues. Technical issues. <laughs> but, you know, like I said on my Instagram, we couldn't and wouldn't do this if we didn't have people watching it. And it's because of those people, because of you guys, you know, that have watched it and suggested these things that these things have come to fruition we've been able to sit down at the table with some awesome people go hey what do you think about this and come up with some sort That's of right. amicable plan so yeah, um, yeah it's thanks to everybody that watches this show it has nothing to do with yeah this. this is a lot of fun yeah, yeah. we're still not making any money doing it and, and uh, no. honestly uh it and if i keep ma- adding shit i'm just gonna lose more money right well, but anyhow it's fun <laughs> right it's like one more reason not to go to the bar on a saturday we got to go powerlifting show right <laughs> or our strongman competition which generally leads to a bar afterwards but uh despite that we're saving a couple bucks somewhere <laughs> i'm sure um, so yeah, getting on to a little bit of strongman too, and and there's not a ton going out there right now, but I think the biggest buzz right now in the strongman community um, is just the Arnold coming up, of course, the Arnold Pro and, and the Amateur, uh, which are going to be two great events and often big events, and we get to see new faces come out of that, as well as the new champion this year with the Arnold Pro, and we know that Hannah Lindsay is one of our favorites for that show. 
Uh, on top of that, Anthony Furman, of course, is doing all this crazy uh, online. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's the qualifications for all his online qualifiers. Yeah, yeah. his his, and I can't remember all this. He's got the deadlift qualifier going right now. Yeah, online qualifying for the Clash series, the Clash Super series. Um, yeah, he's got a lot going on. This right is now. a ton. Yeah, there's yeah. a ton of stuff going on. Yeah. Better, it was so hard to keep up with. Which, but I love though, Anthony. Thank you so much for doing uh, this for all the athletes because I think it's it's generating that early buzz with all yeah. these new competitors. He's taking a top twelve right now on the online qualifier for the. I think it's the U eighty two. I can't remember now exactly one of the women's classes mm-hmm. watching those names sort of jock up that or jockey up that 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 pull or that that scoreboard is interesting yeah familiar names at the top you know you're still seeing the Natalie Stowers and stuff like that Melissa Peacocks yep. but you're seeing some of these names sneak in hey look who's that and they're yeah. posting the numbers to go along with it while and to no surprise we're yeah. starting to see some unfamiliar faces come out of the woodwork as we knew we would right that are going to be the story this year trust yeah. me we're going to see some amazing things by some people we never even knew existed right yeah the cool thing about what anthony is doing and, and make no mistake about it i think last year he probably had it in the works for a while but last year the class series was like 105 well that was it yeah and now it's women's under 81 men's under 80 under 90 105 i mean it's a huge event right he's brought on um a a few people to his team to help literally expand women's strongman. Yes. Yes. And I love that. Yeah. I, I want to talk about that for a minute too, because I think, uh, and not to cut you off, th- that was a beautifully calculated move. Mm-hmm. And we know why he needed to do that. And Anthony, I, again, not to read your mind, but he needed to have this representation on the woman's side of things mm-hmm. to keep away some of the, uh, some of the, the little nitpicky stuff that's been going on the last few months. Yeah, I, I think, wouldn't it be safe to say that? Yeah, but it, but regardless of that, I think it's a smart move in that. Why would men decide what's good for women? No, no, and I get that too. I mean, you that's why I'm saying, saying it's so, a brill- it's yeah. really is a brilliant move. That's what we want to see, yeah. right? And he's got a hell. He's got one fuck of a team going. He's got there. a great team going. Yeah, yeah. There, there's several and that, women. That, and there that, that was kind of my whole point yeah. in that in that conversation was make no on a much larger scale than the Gym Life podcast expansion. This happened to Anthony overnight too. He was like, yeah. "Look, we got all these opportunities. Yeah. We're gonna take them because Anthony's Anthony's that guy. It, it, an opportunity arises, and it makes sense. He's gonna do whatever he can to, to to add to it." So the reason I was saying that was, yes, on the Instagram, it's a little hard to follow, but jump on to ClashSPS.com, which is yeah. his Clash yeah. Super Series, and it's much more clear what's going on. It, there. Yeah, so, you don't have to keep going back to yeah. post. You're right, and I did that, yeah. you know. But you see that coming, it gets you excited, and there's a lot of that stuff that there's comes at one time. Yeah. But hey, he's a busy guy. There's a lot going on it's there. It's cool, man. It's easy. Yeah. You know, um, like he said, you know, and, and, and the website says, you know, just shedding some light on, on, we've talked about it before, some of, in our opinion, the greatest athletes. Yes. Period. Right. Um, pound for pound, the greatest athletes are kind of in that realm. That's what we believe. Uh, but shining some light on some of those people that don't get the recognition, these, you know, Shahs and Stoltzmans and, and those guys go because... Um, the guys and girls, man, they're, it, there's a, we've talked about it and I keep beating a dead fucking horse, but there's amazing things kind of coming for yeah. women strong men. Yeah. I mean, we're scratching it. We're yeah. starting yeah. women strong men. We just in really got into it last yeah. year, honestly. In the United States. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. I totally agree. It's yeah. kind of the way the timeline worked out there, but you know, it, it, it brought to light, it brought to light a, a question. Uh, and this question kind of, kind of came about through a bit of controversy and which is, generally how questions stir up and I have no problem with it, right? Mm-hmm. It opens up a conversation and that's kind of why we're having it here. Uh, one of the, one of the athletes, Aaron Murray, um, who we did an interview with recently, her and her coach, Alec Jose, who appreciated the hell out of both those guys and, and articulated themselves very well. And, and again, I, everything that I heard and 
and, and saw them say to me was, uh, you know, articulated beautifully and I understood exactly what she was doing, where she's coming from. Uh, got lost in translation maybe a bit or however that worked out. Mm -hmm. Terry Raddy got a, a post out there, and, and I'm sure a lot of you guys know Terry. He's a pretty outgoing character, uh, super, you know, uh, uh, loyal guy to the sport, a strong man. I, I don't really have anything negative to say about Terry because Terry's just one of those real emotional guys that he, 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 wears, his, he wears it on his sleeve. He's yeah. the kind of guy that doesn't make any excuses for himself. He says things, and, you know, he's not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but if you hurt your feelings, he's – you know, he's, hey, just like we are, right? Sorry, yeah. I guess I'm not your guy. Move on. Yeah. But in any case, I there, we think there was more to that story, and it's not something that we're trying to report no, on no, here no. today. No. But what I'm getting at is one of the problems that uh, I guess he did or maybe somebody else did that he relayed in his post was that, you know, Aaron's a world champion, uh, yeah. OSG world champion, and she only intends on competing one time next year at OSGs for uh, again, for uh, defend the title, defend the title yeah. sort of. I mean, she's jumping up a class. Right, right, right. She's got to gain some weight, so she's going to go into the 84 class or 82 class. But at the same time, it led me to think about that question, right? Because the I guess the flack that she was getting is you're a champion. You should get out there and you should compete. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, should, you, know, you should get out there and take advantage of the opportunities that are given to you now and represent and, and defend your title. The real question is, what are we really talking about? Right. Because... Ultimately, who makes those decisions and are they right or wrong? Right. I mean, you know, it wasn't too long ago in the strongman community, and I say too long, right? Let's go back two fucking years. There weren't these opportunities available. Right. You were competing in one contest, essentially, maybe two if you wanted to count America's Strongest Man or America's Strongest Woman to defend any title. Mm -hmm. You know, USAA is now it's coming out with their, their championships or their pro championships and Strongman Corp's doing something now. Of course, now the big thing on the block is Anthony's shows. Mm -hmm. And if you're, a, if you're a pro of high caliber, the question is, why aren't you doing those shows? I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to yeah. any of it. I don't think there is either. I think, um, first of all, like you said, um, congratulations to Strongman for having these opportunities. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... So that's amazing. The, the fact that we are even having this conversation is really what we should be focusing on. Look, we've added more shows. Right. We've got more high-level competition. That's amazing. That's the good thing that has come out of this. Um, but as far as like when it comes down to how do you compete as a champion, first of all, I can't defend my world title at another event anyways. That's right. So, it, it you know, there's, that's, that's a, yeah. it's a moot point in my yeah. opinion. She she's a world champion at OSG. She need she needs to go to defend at OSG. That has to be done. And it's okay? going to happen. And yeah. that's happening. Right. Separate of that, I don't think there is a right or wrong answer. I mean, we've talked about this with with other you know because I think um, you know there's been some analogies brought up about imagine if LeBron James only played in the playoffs and it just doesn't cross over. No, it just no. doesn't cross over. It's a, a team sport, individual sport, whatever. Um, but the, the, the right answer is, is, is as many shows as you feel that you're ready for. Now, I know there's the argument out there, you know, back in my day, it was 231 under or over. And I, you know, I went and competed and got blown out the water. And, and that's great for you. If that's your personality, if that's your drive, if that's how you get there, 100% go and do that. But there's also the other side, the other camp where it's like, I'm not going to compete until I feel I can be competitive. Not necessarily I feel I can win. Yeah, I feel I can be competitive. Yeah, we're, we're really just talking about different personalities. It's just different personality. Yeah, yeah. It's different personality. Now, on the flip side of that, we have also said publicly on this show that I would like to see all the biggest name people at all the biggest name fucking shows. Yeah. For the spectator purposes of it, for the right. growing the sport. And I understand that side of the argument. I 100% agree. If you want to grow the sport of strong, man, you need the biggest names at the biggest shows all the time. However, 
we don't get the right to make that decision for anybody. And, and, that's I, and, up and to in them. all honesty, in a calendar year for for ninety nine percent of them out there who have a job and who have a family, it's not practical it's anyhow. Not feasible. It's just really isn't. Yeah. You're you're you're, you're we, sacrificing something, and which can ultimately lead to sacrifice in training and those type right. of things to try to get there. I'm not so sure we want to see that. Now there are all those guys like their guys in particular, like Nick Canby. Who's a freak? The guy's a anything. He he's he's made up his mind how he wants to defend right. all of his titles. Yeah, he's the undisputed mm-hmm. 105 champion of the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he owns every single title right now, mm-hmm. and that's just a different way of going about it. Right. And I think we'll start to see that more as people start to learn to navigate how they want to do these shows. But when you got the Arnold Pro next month or in March, mm-hmm. I think it is, and then shortly after you start these class shows, and then you've got your your giants, if you're competing at that level, or mm-hmm. and then you've got your USS na- na- uh, and then we're pros, into then OSG. we're rolling into OSG again. Yeah. There is a bit of thought put yeah. into that, but but to back what Terry was saying, because he comes from this this cut of strongman, mm-hmm. that old school Terry, and I'm with you on this. I love uh, it. I don't think there's anything wrong. I'm with a t- it. I was I was the same guy competing. Listen, two thirty one under, two thirty one over. You got your ass handed to you as you were growing up in the sport of strongman. What it did was it discouraged a lot of guys from doing the sport that weren't as ready-made as sure. a guy like Terry was to say, I don't give a fuck what it's going to take. I'm eventually going to get there. I totally love that part about the sport as well. But that's just a different personality yeah. you know, that makes up. Because there weren't guys like that. Not every guy was like that. There was yeah. great champions that weren't like that. There were great amateurs that weren't like that. Right. But in Terry's case, yeah, he's that cut of the rug, and that's the kind of guy he is. As There are a lot of guys out there like that, like myself. And, and Aaron just strikes me as a person that's just more methodical. Calculated. And calculated, the mm-hmm. way she wants to do things. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Eventually, who knows? Maybe we're looking at 2024. You know, she's in the right frame of mind, in the right spot, and where she wants to be and what she wants to do. All of a sudden, that's as easy as saying, okay, let's sign up for three this year. Yeah. And I, I'm not well, suggesting that Well, I think, too, happen. like, also, and this is – so I'm an extreme ownership guy. Whenever there's a problem, I like to look at myself and, and go, okay, how did I add to that problem? How do I, how did I do that? And right now, how Strongman is adding to the problem of getting these high level athletes to these high level shows is just that, what you talked about. Logistically, it's not feasible for all these people still. We don't really have a pathway that makes sense for somebody who has a full-time job and a still meal to go to six shows a year all across the country yeah. because they're not making the money to do it. They're not getting, you know what I'm saying? So, so we have to open up some of these doors. I think we have to remember to be a little bit patient in the growth process because the shows are going to outgrow the athletes and the athletes are going to outgrow the shows. It's never going to go like this. No, it's going to go like no, this. That's right. We're going to have more shows than athletes and we're going to have more athletes than shows and we're going to have more shows than athletes. And, and, we, and right now, we have more shows than we do high-level athletes. And, and that's a great thing. We got there. We've added three, four, five high-level shows. We don't have the, all the high-level athletes to get to those yet. Year over year, yeah. that's going to change. So I think it just requires a little bit of patience in the growth sport, um, and and it's and it's going to grow exponentially. Yeah, it's and, I, men's and I think man. conversations like this will be few and far in between because you're going to have that wealth of of an athlete pool that you exactly. never saw. We'll before. have a wealth of an athlete you, pool, so every major show will have major athletes. Yeah, you have thirty great yeah. M- and pro women that you know you only need fifteen of them. Yeah. You know, and we, although we like to see those those certain those certain rivalries take place, and that's developing now mm-hmm. too, right? Sure. Because we don't really know what to go off by that. Right. There's rivalries now because we saw OSG and we saw a clash with the 82s last year. So that's going to be fun to watch that repeat again and these people defending their titles. But this is really the first opportunity we've got to talk about that outside mm-hmm. of OSG. People actually defending their titles right. and what that means. Right, that's awesome. Because you used to go to America's Strongest Man, and we've made this comment before. 
you would get fucking 15 people that nobody saw before America's Strongest Man because the Nick Best and the Van Hatfields and the John Beatties and I'm going old school on you and Dave Oslins, they weren't always at the same damn show. They yeah. weren't competing at America's Strongest Man. We go, well, why? It should be a big show. You're going to start seeing more and more of that now because these other shows are going to grease that wheel. Right. America's Strongest Man is going to make more of an effort to get these athletes in, right. as we've already heard they're talking about doing. Mm-hmm. The same thing with America's Strongest Man. Yeah, and, so. and then, you know, those high-level athletes are and right now America's Strong Man and American Strong Woman isn't the highest level. So those high-level athletes are preparing for going to Europe. Giants, man. Go, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, so they're like, listen, I don't The I Arnold, the Shaw. I can't yeah. afford to risk an injury at a show that's not going to do anything for me. That's right. So until that happens, yeah. they're not all going to go. That's not the case with Aaron. We're not putting words in anybody's mouth. I'm just no, saying no, it's not. No, these it, are the things yeah. that need to be solved before we even talk about, hey, you should have been there. Yeah, you know you, what I'm saying? You should have defended. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're getting there. We're, we're getting, getting there. there. And, and yeah, and just to, just to kind of make light of the situation, I, I was thinking when all that was going down and, and you know, Terry, you're, you're, I'll, Terry, I, I'm telling you, I love you because I, I, <laughs> I got to have you on the show. You're kind of guy that's got a great personality and I know it'd go over pretty well, uh, despite some controversies, which I love about you too. Um, but in any case, I can just imagine Anthony looking at this online. You know, Anthony never chimed in on this. No. You know, and that must have been really hard for him to do, knowing Anthony's personality. But I could just see him, like, with both hands at his head going, what the fuck is going on? You know, <laughs> especially after what happened, like, three Why months ago. Why are we ago, still you know? talking about this? Are we this? still on this shit? Son of a bitch. So <laughs> I could see Anthony going, hey, you remember that idea I had about putting that, uh, <laughs> what, they, what is he called? His woman's... Uh, his, his, his team he just put together to represent the... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I could just see that being on paper like immediately after all this went down. <laughs> like, I got to fix this right now. So, <laughs> Anthony, I think we understand you and you got that done. So, anyhow, yeah, to no disrespect to either of those two athletes, I just thought it would it made an interesting conversation uh, to talk about, yeah, what does it mean to be a champion? What does it mean to defend? I'm going to go off what you said. It's really kind of an evolution of itself right now. We're going to know what that means more in the next year yeah. than we've known about it 20 years Specifically prior. in the next two years, we'll yeah. really have the answer as yeah. a as a champion. This is the minimum you should be doing. Yeah, and I think that standard will be set through the athletes, right? Yeah, 100%. I, I'm convinced that... It's not any organization's going to put that in place. No, it's the athletes are going to be too. And we know the way strong men and strong women are. They're very determined individuals. Not a one of them wants to be talked shit about or outdone. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody goes to these shows to win. Uh, I can see this evolving through the athletes. Yeah, 100%. And you're going to see those rivalries. Listen, we talked about it before in powerlifting, man. At the end of the day, it's time to get on the floor and and show out. And that's that's, that's where these problems are going to be solved. Yep. You know? And the athletes athletes make this business. You know what I love about Strongman the most, man, compared to bodybuilding and powerlifting? Is you can take a... You can take a bodybuilder or you can take a power lifter. That's just not relevant right now because they've had injuries and they're not as good as they used to be. But boy, they want to pretend they are, mm-hmm. right? So they're always posting these old pics and these old lifts. <laughs> yeah. And it's sad. Yeah. I always look at it and go, come on, that's just sad. Yeah. You never see a strong man do that still, shit, though. Still clout chasing. Still, yeah, that's yeah. right. Still clout chasing. No, no, Nick Best yeah. is out there injured, bench yeah. pressing 400 pounds. He's Being not humble posting. as fuck. Remember when I benched 700? Never. Nah. You never hear that shit <laughs> no. from a strong man. <laughs> it's true. No, you're you, right. you always see him doing what they're doing. That's you're relevant right. to what's going on. You're right. Whether they're shitting the bet or not. Yeah. They're, they're humble and they admit what's going on. But you don't see that in powerlifting and bodybuilding as much. So. That's true. But uh, anyhow, moving along so that was uh interesting uh, uh anyhow take on sort of a little bit of an issue that really ended up being not much of an issue at all yeah um so we uh i wanted to get on one topic here and this is a topic that i asked you to, to a little permission that we can discuss because this is a topic that we've had some conversation with not only in private with other people in the past but also kind of on the <laughs> podcast a little bit as well and you're stepping into the strong man realm this year 
And one of the biggest things that we talked about prior to your commitment to wanting to get into Strongman was whether or not that you, it was at 38 years old mm -hmm. that it was going to be time for you to consider the op option of using performance-enhancing drugs, in this case, testosterone, yep. keeping it pretty simple. Um, and, of course, that's the route that you're going to take. Yeah. Um, through some talking to people that kind of know what they're doing, or I shouldn't say kind of, but do know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah, so um, the natural-born killer, Robbie Millar, is no longer going to be natural. Natural-born, no. Yeah. Or natural-born, maybe, natural, but... Yeah. yeah. There's no more than not Elderly natural. enhanced. I stole, that, I stole that, uh, nickname from Carlos Conda, the UFC fighter, one of my yeah. old favorites, and back in the day, he was the natural born killer. So I stole yeah. that. Sorry, Carlos. Um, yeah. So basically, uh, obviously we've talked about it in, in depth, but, um, for me, I, it's something that's always been in my mind, right? Be, um, because I do have a, a desire to be better than I am, you know, potentially good, maybe even, you know, not great, but good. Um, so it, it, Performance enhancing drugs has been something that I have consistently considered, um, but I had to go through a process for me for it to be even something that was seriously considered or moving towards doing. Um, and for me, it was it, it came down to a couple of things. I talked about you know my personal life. I I hate needles. Um, it's I'm covered in tattoos, but I can't stand. Yeah. I actually have a rare condition. Most, a lot of guys are like that. Most yeah. people don't know this, but I do have a rare condition. I can taste the needle when I get an injection. It actually oh, yeah, tastes like, like copper or something. Nickel. Nickel. It tastes like nickel yeah. in my mouth. Yeah. Makes me makes me queasy. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the needle. I can physically taste it. Um, so I've never liked them. Um, I've actually had surgery without Novocaine on my hand because I don't like them that yeah, much. But yeah, yeah. so that was a big bar barricade for me. Obviously, the health effects, you know, the potential side effects was a big barricade for me. But mostly for me, it was making sure that I was in the best position possible before transitioning to that that taking performance enhancing drugs, even even testosterone. And what what that means for me is that I what got to a point where I was as maximum potential as I could be at my age. Not, I have more, don't get me wrong. I can do a, a few more pounds naturally, but really get to a point where I was like, okay, this is, this is the time now where it's like for me to make the next step up is I, I have to start looking yeah, at this Yeah, to, to give yourself the best opportunity to compete. Yes. At the level that you want right. to compete and, at. And, and there's a lot of things that went into that, right? It wasn't just just strength, but it was, it was dieting. It was making sure my mentality was right. My reasoning behind it was right. Right. It wasn't I want to cram a bunch of shit and lift a thousand pounds. It was, you know, I'm here now to get to that next spot. This is the only way. Um, or close to the only way. Yeah, to be competitive. Yeah, and, and mind you, there maybe are those one-offs out there that you know that don't that that just do it the the all natural way. Sure. You know, I, I tell me if you guys are out there, reach out to me because I still don't know who the fuck you are. But there's not an all natural strong man. No, there, I don't think so. I don't think so. But maybe at the amateur level, you know, you're getting more of those guys. That, but eventually, the decision is made. Right. I think it was easier for you to make this decision, you know, in your late 30s because mm -hmm. there's more going on there from a from a physical standpoint there's more going on there from a recovery standpoint mm -hmm. that there's a value to now to what you're right. going to do to get yourself in a position to compete at a higher level yeah um you know and that of course to me and we talked about it before sam actually piggybacked this on the show the other day and it's always been my thought simply the best thing that testosterone can do for you uh, as a trt or performance enhancing drug is to 
is the speed recovery That's to be able to get you through. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody always talks about, well, I'm going to put a couple inches no. in my arm. I'm going to put a hundred pounds on my bench. You're only doing All that, that because you recover. Because you recover. Mm-hmm. That's right. It gives you that opportunity to recover quicker. And being at a, a later age, that makes complete sense. And we had this conversation the other day. I had my blood work done. I, I get my blood work done about every month because of my history of cancer. But in any case, uh, I always have him. I say, hey, doc, throw my testosterone in there. I'll give him a couple other things to check out for me because he's aware of what's going on. And all I do is take TRT, testosterone replacement, 250 milligrams a week. And even with 250 milligrams a week, my, my testosterone in my body is only at 475. Right. Which is, is average for a guy right. my age. Right. So there is something to be said, and we've always, and people know this. That's why it's not some, it's not some, you know, off-topic thing that nobody wants to discuss anymore. It's a reality of life mm-hmm. that at 30-some years old, yeah. you're not running around with near probably the testosterone in your body that it takes to get the job done anymore, right. whether right. that's fucking your wife yeah. or whether that's lifting weights. Right. And I'm not suggesting you. I'm just saying right. in general, Or just being at, or or just, energy levels. Or just or, energy, just not right. being a slothy shitbag. That's right. <laughs> yeah, there's an easy solution to all this. you know. And, and, I, and I talk to my friends about it who aren't in the lifting community, which surprises me I haven't to be honest with you but i have a couple and and listen i've encouraged them in the last couple years to do the same thing at 30 plus years or 39 plus years old to 50 years old where i'm like listen your problem is testosterone you need to go get it fixed your hormones are fucked up and to no fault you know these purists out there want to say well yeah but i don't need that shit well yes you do because a lot of you've look at you made this comment the other day statistically what the testosterone statistic was since 1950? Yeah, basically, 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 specifically from the 1970s on, the 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 average rate of testosterone in a healthy male at the peak, yeah. right at 20, 25, 26-ish, um, the the average amount of testosterone has been declining since That's 1970 right. consistently. Our which means. Our men now today are not as manly as the That's men right. of the That's 1970s. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a, kind of a joke, it's a but it's for real. Yeah. fact. Yes. yes. And so, so we're already starting at a disadvantage from then. Yeah. And then we still hit that 35, 36, 37, where your testosterone naturally drops from that. A lot of us, and I'm not this bad yet. I know not because I know my energy level. I know my recovery. I'm not. Yeah, but I'm you're not still getting yet. your. We talked about this, so you're still getting your blood work. Still done. getting my blood we're work. Still done. Gonna still going to run all that yeah. stuff. Make sure we're going to optimize everything that we possibly can. Um, but, and I know I'm not as bad as other people, but there's people that are my age that are absolutely tanked right now. Testosterone. Absolutely. 40 years old. I had my blood work done, uh, several times prior to that. I wish I'd have got it done sooner in my life when I was, when I was doing performance enhancing drugs. And I encourage everybody to, fortunately I didn't battle any serious injury because of it. A lot of guys do. I'm not going to harp on that right now. But when I had mine taken when I was 40, 40. Mm-hmm. years old. Yeah. It was under a hundred. Yeah. Which is, you feel like hammered dog shit. Yes. I think my doctor even said, do you even have sex with your wife yeah. right now? Why do you leave the couch? Yeah. I mean, do you have any interest in that? <laughs> and I, of course, laughing. I'm like, come on, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know? That's why I got Pornhub hey, on my phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I said, yeah, of course. You know, it's like, yeah, I didn't get into much detail yeah. about it. But what he said to me was on a sexual standpoint, he said, if you're not thinking about wanting sex, and having sex five days a week at 40 years old, you got a fucking problem. Yeah, yeah. Think about that for a minute. Yeah. A lot of guys are out there going, oh, fuck Oh, that. shit. Oh, well, that's true. He yeah. told me, he said, listen, it's straight up the truth. What were you thinking about when you were 18, 19, 20, 21? Three times a day. Pussy all the time. Yeah. All the time. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's think, because you're at the right. peak of where you should be. That's right. Yeah. 
So there's something to be said about that. Now it's happening now where we're finding a lot of guys that are in their late 30s that, you know, I know guys like this. You do too. You know, how's you and the wife doing? Yeah, pretty good. You know, yeah, hey, I got laid last night. First time yeah. in six months. Like, yeah. what the fuck's going on I don't understand that story. No, I, I don't either. I mean, maybe that's a lot of, there's other issues involved yeah, there. Yeah, don't yeah, get me yeah, wrong. Yeah. But I always think in the back of my yeah. head, there's some hormone issues. You might want to check that out. You might want to check that out. I 100% guarantee yeah. there's hormone issues going on. Absolutely. 100%. And on her side too. Yeah. Because it happens to women too in the same way that it yep. happens to men. Um, yep. But yeah, so we're going to do all my blood work. We're going to find out where I'm at. Um, we have made the decision already that um, ha as needed, we're going to bring in TRT. That's going to be the extent of my performance That's in matching drugs. Yeah. I don't have a yep. desire to go and do anything crazy. Um, and I'm not at that level yet. You oh. know, if I, if I all of a sudden, you know, start a little TRT and become a world-class athlete, um, and then I need that a little extra, we'll start looking at that. But I'm not there. That's so. the beauty of it, man. You know, you're, we're talking about less is more. Yeah. And, and in, in any, any world champion camp that you're in, powerlifting, bodybuilding, or other, maybe not bodybuilding so much because they don't really fall into this. When you get to that level, you're doing some pretty crazy fucking mm -hmm. shit. But with strength sports in particular... Less is more. Everybody yeah. knows that. Yeah. You don't have to have a pocket full of D-balls and halo testing and fucking right. you know, all this other shit and these exotics and trend. And I get it. They're all popular stuff. You guys talk about them. But there are a lot, a lot of guys out there getting the job done on a TRT dose mm -hmm. or just a, a bit higher of a dose maybe in the season. Most most people are but, on a bit higher You know, a few, four, five hundred, you know. But yeah. I run into these guys. Sometimes they talk about a thousand. Yeah. Dude, I haven't taken a thousand migs of test in my life. There's literally, uh, yeah, there's literally people what, running yeah. more than a thousand. Well, these are just guys that have bodybuilders and, generally. And, well, and you, those same guys aren't taking any fucking blood work either. I guarantee right. it. Right, but, but no, yeah. yeah. So, it, but that whole process is part of the process of the decision, right? That same, yeah. same yeah. as like if I get to a, you know where I could potentially be a world class athlete, which I'm not, but let's say I could get to there but I need to look at something else. Then I start looking at that. That's the same thinking that I had going into to even testosterone replacement. TRT was that once I get to a level where I'm like, okay, I could potentially do some things in this yeah. sport. This is how I need to get there. Now I'm looking at doing it and I'm looking at doing it the right way. And the most important thing that I want to point out is number one, this is not a encouraging anybody to go out and start taking performance enhancing drugs. What it is, is that there are people sitting on the, you know, that are, that are thinking about doing it, that have not done their, their research, haven't looked into these things, and they're getting advice from their gym bro, the biggest dude in their gym, going, yeah. hey, this is what I run, run that, it's going to work for you. Um, my encouragement is, is that one, we open up this conversation, like this is, this, it's not taboo, this is what we do, but that we look at these things the right way, surround yourself with the right people, and if they're telling you what you want to hear, they're not the right fucking person. If they confirm what you think you know, they're not the right motherfucker because they're just confirming that shit to you and you're just going to run it and stop looking into it. I have asked multiple people, you're one of them, um, in my circle of people about this stuff and, and, and kind of formulated my opinion and my view and how I want to go about it from there. I didn't ask one guy. I didn't ask one guy on Sunday and start running gear on Monday. This has been a process for me. Yeah, as it should be. Yeah, in years, really, years. Yeah, years. Yeah, and I, and I think the reason that we wanted to talk about it the most on the podcast was that it gives us an opportunity, you know, obviously we don't run from topics here. We're not going to not discuss things. But because now we've got an opportunity to have like a, a, a firsthand conversation yeah. of your experience that we can share moments yeah. as we move through this podcast mm -hmm. because I'm sure there's some curious people out there that listen to the show that say, I wonder, maybe they're like you, maybe they're on the fence, maybe they're in their 30s, May, maybe there's some 20-year-olds that are hearing me saying, I don't need the fucking shit now because right. I feel like I want to fuck seven days a week. Right. You know, I can get this done with food, you know, or whatever their reasoning is behind it. 
you know, it, it, I think this is a perfect opportunity for us from a firsthand experience yeah. here right on the show to say, hey, let's go into a month. You know, we're, we're, we're still a little ways from starting up because you got your uh, blood work to get done yet. But once that comes back, everything checks out and you start running your TRT, that's going to be an interesting conversation on a weekly basis to say, hey, Robbie, how you feeling? Yeah. yeah. I mean, because there are some legitimate sort of uh, A-B testing going on there compared to now and, and, yeah. and what you're going to be doing. And I feel future. like now I feel pretty good still, but I have this feeling that I've been uh, I've been suboptimal for a while and I'm going to feel That's a the lot amazing different. thing about it. Yeah. yeah. I think you talk to guys that run TRT in particular, uh, maybe not in a competitive standpoint, maybe just more of a bro gym lifter, gym lifer kind of guy that doesn't compete or, or even people that do compete. Mm-hmm. You know, and you hear this story all the time, guys are run TRT in their late 30s, early 40s, and then they'll drop off of everything just to clean up. Yeah. They like to say that, I want to clean up. Yeah. Well, we know that's not true. You don't need to clean up from testosterone if right. you're just doing TRT. But what you find out on the back end of that is, why the fuck did I do that? Yeah. Because these guys tank. I've done it. Yeah. I have tanked. Yeah. Like, why did I just do that? I took two and a half months off or three months off or four months off. Sometimes life dictates that a little bit. And I encourage people that are my age, don't let life get in the way of that shit. Make sure you get your shots in. But uh, yeah, you find yourself in the corner stuck in your fucking thumb. And yeah, you're not, your wife could walk past you with three naked women and you just, yeah. you're looking the other way, man. <laughs> it's funny. <because laughs> you want no part of it. We, That's a problem. Yeah. You know? We both have some, some bodybuilder friends and some high level bodybuilder yeah. friends in our close intimate circle here, just locally yep. even. And I was talking to one of them uh, again, six months ago about this because it's been, it's been a topic I've been looking at six months ago about it. And he goes, he goes, Robbie, I gotta be honest with you. I don't know how the fuck you even walk around without taking it. Yeah. Like if I yeah. stopped taking it, I would be a just a blubbering shit bag. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's one extreme for sure. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to be a guy that says, you know, everybody should take TRT. You're going to do it. And I say TRT, guys, because testosterone replacement is, is the way I value yes. it, the way I look at it. Yeah. I get it. There's all these other things yeah. and all these other programs you can get on. I'll just say TRT, and that's the way we're going to talk about it, is that, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a different strategy for a lot of guys yeah. that go into it. Uh, now, I'm not suggesting you can't live a semi-normal yeah, yeah, physical yeah, fitness yeah, lifestyle, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you're certainly not going to benefit the way <laughs> yeah. you are. And he was he was more know. so more so referencing the way that I you know peak for powerlifting. Yes, and he yes, was like, yes. Dude, I would be just I'd your be on libido the floor. and everything. I would else. be on the floor. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, it's so true. It's so, and you really don't know that. Yeah. Until you know. Until it. you know it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we'll and, find out. Yeah, you will. And, and <laughs> we may just for the fun of it say, okay, Robbie, take three months off. See how you feel today. I'm not fucking with it. <laughs> no, we no, ain't. <laughs> Hey, how do you feel today? We'll do the reverse side of it. How do you feel now? Like, like I thought I used to feel good. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's funny, and your eyes will open up to that because you're exactly right. You'll you'll start your your TRT, and you'll go, "Holy shit, this is the way I'm supposed to." Yeah. Be. How how have I ever peaked before without yeah, it? How have I ever gotten to a show and actually <laughs> yeah. done well? You know. Yeah. So it, it really it really generates. It's always a conversation. It's a conversation that some people are afraid to have. Some people you know, don't want to have, you know, but we all know, and this is just something we need to continue to talk about because the more we can talk about it in in good, open, honest discussion about the right and wrong way to do all this stuff is just going to lead to, at least lead to less of these fucking horror stories we hear and more fucking young people doing shit right. And I think that's the problem. I think that's why people don't want to talk about it, right? It's it's like, it's like the old Catholics and talking about sex thing. Like I don't want to talk about sex because then my kid will start having sex. Well, then their kid starts, they're the wild one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 18 years old having babies and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly. what I'm talking about. I think that's the same syndrome we're going through right now with, with PEDs. It's like, we don't want to talk about it. We don't want right. to talk about it. 
Well, that's why people are dying at a young age because nobody fucking told them about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like they yeah. got their information from Jimbo in the back alley who was a bodybuilder in the right. 1950s. Mixing his little shit in his fucking yeah, bathroom. Right, you know? exactly. Yeah, it's bullshit. So I'd rather I'd rather have that conversation not in an encouraging manner because like you said, you're 18, 19, 20, 20, 20 There's 21. No reason to take it. Unless you have a serious hormone deficiency, Zero, you don't man. fucking need shit. You're, you're running on 900 you can, to 1,000 yeah. testosterone. You could literally no, eat man. fucking Big Macs seven days yes, a week and work absolutely. out and make gains, bro. So don't even Absolutely. think about it. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and unfortunately, those guys that start that young, generally their careers or their competition years are They're cut short. short. Mm-hmm. They're cut really short. Yeah. So you're, you're doing it the right way. And, and I, I'm, I'm glad you are. And I, of course, encourage you to do it that way. And I'm excited to see how this works for you and from a performance level, but not only that, but a lifestyle level. Yeah. I think, you know, you're going to see some things and hear some things. Yeah, I told my yeah. wife, you better be ready. Oh, boy, she better be ready. I'm not lying. Because I'm already yeah. like three, four days a week. So. Are you? Well, that's good. You got to get up that five, five and a half. Five, five and a half. That's the deal. And that's it, why I said I don't think I'm tanked yet. But, my, I mean, my wife's hot. So, I think even if I was tanked, like... Yeah, I don't know. I don't think you're tanked be, yet. Listen, my wife's hot too, and I've been tanked. So. <laughs> I've been tanked. Uh, yeah, like. I, have, I have put my head against the wall and beat it against the wall. Saying, okay, I'm so what sorry, is wrong honey. With me? What is wrong with me? And then I remember, oh, shit. Son of a bitch. I'll be really, right back. Uh, is <laughs> there anything I can take that will immediately work? <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that, sadly. Yeah, that's where Cialis and Viagra come yeah. in. And even with the help of those two yeah. beautiful wonder drugs, uh, yeah, you still can't get the job done. Oh, right. Hey, when you're low on testosterone and you pop a Viagra and nothing happens. <laughs> then you're tanked. You're tanked. <laughs> you are tanked. And I'm not sure it correlates, but mentally you're tanked. It, it doesn't even matter doesn't what matter, happens. Yeah. Yeah, you are you're at the lowest of the low possible. Holy shit. All of a sudden you are running trend and stuff. Oh, <laughs> you're right. You're, you're taking everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I only did trend one time and... Uh, I, I don't even know why I did it. I wasn't even competing. I guess I got some. I thought, let's just try it out. And oh, motherfucker, it's everything people say. Everyone, it's everything everyone talks oh, about. Oh yeah, yeah, it sure yeah. is. And it's easy not to. It's easy yeah. to say I'm never getting off this shit. Yeah. Uh, and that's one I, we'll have a later discussion about because there's some good stuff about trying out there. Uh, funny anecdotal stories, yeah, I should that's, say. That, that's, that's what we'll stick with that's on that. That's the one where Roy. That's where Roy Rage comes from. <laughs> it very well could be yeah. from just trend, right? Although trend hasn't been around as much as most of these drugs have, but it's been around long enough now. Yeah. Uh, but that's just there's some funny anecdotal stuff out there outside of the tragedy yeah. that I think we can have a whole fun show on someday <laughs> about that. So, but with that said, I, I think uh, I think that uh, you know leading into future conversations about this is good, and I'm sure a lot of guys out there got questions, and we talk to a lot of guys too. So if there's anybody out there that's interested in just getting some just getting some good practitioner feedback. Yeah. We're not gurus by any stretch. Mm-hmm. I'm not condoning it. Uh, do I need to put a disclaimer out there saying we're not doctors? Yeah. No, we're not doctors. None of that bullshit. But if there's anybody out there that's just looking for some good, solid information, we've got a lot of resources, as you know, with the athletes that we cover and we're, we're friends with that may off the record, in any case, always give us the answer we want, yeah. and we can pass it along to you. And, and a lot of them don't give a fuck. We tell you who they are. So yeah. uh, in any case, if you guys or girls got any questions out there about that, we'd be more than happy to answer that. In the meantime, as we kind of wind things up here, um, I know we've got uh, Sean's interview coming next week now. Yes. Right, on Tuesday. Yeah, Sean McHugh, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, just to throw that out there, because, of course, you guys are wondering, well, where are all the interviews coming yeah, back life, from? Yeah, life got in the way on that Well, I got in the way. Hip mine, replacement, mine your life. His, yeah, this yeah. room, shit, everything else. But now we're back on track, and everything's coming along pretty well. So we've got a bunch of interviews lined up here for towards the end of the month and part first part of February. Of course, we're back into competition season then. Our training is going to be full effect, getting ready for our summer yeah, events. Man. Yours first in particular. I'll get back in G- George's show. Making that announcement now, George. George, I'm going to be doing your show this year. Boy, if you can get registered... I think that show is going to sell out like a motherfucker. I'll just I'm, listen. I'll register, and yeah, in the end, if, I'm just saying, I'll if you, make. Hey, if I got to make a donation to the show, I'm fine with if that. If you get registered, 
Oh, you mean if I can actually get in? in? Time-wise, Listen, yeah. I know George, right? <laughs> George, for shit's George, sake. put my name can on the list. Can you just put my name on the list? He'll <laughs> yeah. say, no, motherfucker. You got to go both. Just like yeah. everybody else, there's, no favor. There's also a guy that's won it four times that his name's not on the list either. He has to register. So. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's, I'm sure his name's on the list. Yeah, Jake, I'm sure you're... And I know he's doing the show now. There's oh, not, I know. That training is no you, joke. So. I told you, George George enticed him with the crown the crown trophy. I think it's a great idea. That's the only way you're going to lure that motherfucker in. You got to give him something <laughs> Shiny and a steak. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Probably a steak, right? <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thanks for joining us for episode 22. And eventually, I'm just going to quit saying the episodes. Yeah, but, we're just another one. Yeah, just another episode of Gym Life Podcast and listen to a couple guys. Uh, talk some shit and uh and get you guys all fired up about all the strength sports and all this great stuff that we go going around us here in our gym lives uh stay tuned for all this fun stuff we got coming up through gym life media in the meantime train hard stay strong we'll see you soon